Praise the Lord. Uh, welcome to Repent America. Uh, thank you so much again for coming uh, to Repent America. And as I will say uh, that I know you, you know, my blessed uh, senior pastor, but I wanted you to introduce yourself to our audience so that they know who you are, um, you know, where you are uh, shepherding uh, the state and so on. So please go ahead when you're ready. Amen, amen. Thank you very much for having me in your program, Senior Pastor Peter. My name is Pastor Daniel, Pastor Daniel Musioka. I serve the Lord in the ministry of repentance and holiness. It is a ministry led by the mightiest, mightiest prophets of the Lord. Amen. 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 Thank you so much again. You know, I I can't tell you how much, you know, I certainly appreciate you. We know that, you know, with all the hustling and bustling around, uh, ministry work, you know, uh, work and all those things, uh, it is just definitely, I thank the Lord so much, you know, for you taking the time you know, to definitely come to serve the Lord. So thank you so much again. Um, and thank you for introducing yourself. So uh, Repent America, we have, you know, a blessed pastor, senior pastor from the state of Pennsylvania. And he is here today to join us to discuss on what we had posted on Tuesday. And basically to remind you uh, the, the topic was it dying to self. So we're going to talk so much into it. And so let's get up, you know, let's buckle up and then, uh, you know, dive directly into it. So blessed senior pastor, Daniel. Now, I've already said that we're talking to die into self. Um, I just want to ask this. What does it mean to be a follower of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. It's a good question, a wonderful question, Senior Pastor. Uh, I went to the dictionary, I think it is the Oxford Dictionary, just to get the meaning of the word follower, follower. And this is what I found in the dictionary, just the common word dictionary, not the Bible dictionary. And it says a follower is an adherent, an adherent or a devotee of a particular person or cause or activity. And uh, it went on to say also that the person who moves or travels behind someone or something. And senior pastor, I think you've heard in the, the world people say, so-and-so walks in the footsteps of, you know? And I was interested to see what an adherence, what an adherence means. And you say to adhere is like to stick fast to, or rather uh, adherence to adhere. So adherence becomes like somebody who supports or somebody is committed to that particular person. Wow. And the word devotee, of course, is a person who is very interested. 
dictionary say very interested in and enthusiastic about someone or something. And so senior pastor, just by going, just going by the dictionary, just the common dictionary, the world dictionary, it, it, it speaks about a lot about a follower, a follower, mm. or what to follow is. And so when we speak of a follower of Christ, I want to begin with some scripture, uh, senior pastor, if you allow me. Amen. The book of Ephesians, the book of Ephesians 5, 1, it says, Therefore, be imitators of God as dear children. Mm. Therefore, be imitators of God as dear children. Mm -hmm. uh, so, of course, other, other translations, they say, be followers of God. Be uh, followers of God. It says, follow God's example. And also other translations say, do as God does. You see, that, that's uh, Ephesians. And the book of Matthew, Matthew says, Matthew 11 and 29, okay. just because I, before I touch now on following, but the scripture is really also explains it so well. It says, Matthew eleven twenty nine. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. That's our Lord Jesus in Matthew eleven twenty nine. Mm -hmm. Take my yoke upon you and follow and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. Mm. So the Lord highlights and says, take up your yoke upon me, upon, take up, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, learn from me, mm. see? So anyway, to follow Jesus then uh, is to, it involves obeying yep. Jesus. Of course, you don't follow one that you don't, you follow one that you love. Anyway, I, I suppose that yes. when you follow someone, you follow somebody that you admire, that you love. And um, uh, uh, to love God, Jesus himself, our Lord says, if you love me, and I think that's John 14, he says 14, 15. Yes. John 14, 15. If you love me, keep or obey my commandments. So out of that, to follow Christ then is to be totally committed to Christ is actually, like the scripture says, is to imitate him, meaning the character of God. Be imitators of God. Do like God does, just as we read in the, in the Bible. Yes. So to be followers of Christ then is, is to, to do all that is the will of God, all that is what Christ taught us. And his will is right in the Bible. So I think that is just an easy way that I could answer because our scripture said it, the common dictionary said it, it is to imitate, it is to follow in the footsteps. So it is to be imitators of God. You know, uh, I think I will just reach there Amen. for that question, senior pastor. Amen. Amen. And this is powerful because you are looking at it, you know, from a two different angles. Just, you know, for the world, everybody out there, you know, who can pick a dictionary, 
and then look at it to actually understand what a specific word means and you know to adhere to that you mentioned you know to be a devotee it is very very powerful and then you supported that you know with scriptures and as you mentioned ephesians 5 you know uh, verse 1 matthew eleven twenty nine, and then even john 14 15. this is powerful so you know in america we are a christian nation and and i think a lot of people will you know by default will call themselves christians you know many people not necessarily they call themselves christians based on this we can see that not necessarily many people are followers of jesus but you know more to come to that but thank you so much again for uh you know this powerful discussion so that we add something in your pastor sorry amen Uh, amen, amen, and that is so powerful. There's nothing powerful than that, you know, to trust in someone. To trust, you know, I will go ahead and even look at it and say that, you know, to trust in someone is basically to put in something you value in somebody's hands. So in this context, our life, our eternal life, we trust in Jesus Christ. So the question out there to America is that, yes, if you are a Christian, do you really trust Jesus? Do you, are you really following Jesus? Are you giving everything up and following Jesus? You know, and without actually, you know, quoting or going to scriptures such as, you know, Luke 14, uh, starting from verse 25 through 35 with maybe uh, verse 27 as an emphasis. Uh, we will come to that, but uh, thank you so much again for, uh, you know, this, uh, you know, going ahead to, you know, elaborate or add more to what it means to follow uh, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. And uh, that leads me to <clears throat> uh, a next question that I'm itching so much to ask. Because we talk about it that this particular discussion, the segment here, is dying to self. And, you know, that's, that's kind of like a heavy word, you know, to die, to die. So I wanted to find out, you know, what's your perspective from the teaching of the Lord? Uh, can, how can you explain or uh, can you explain what dying to self means. Amen. Amen. Amen, Pastor. I think the best place even to start also is 
scripture as well. Mm-hmm. And the book of Galatians 5.17, yes. 5.17 says, For the flesh craves what is contrary to the spirit, mm. and the spirit what is contrary to the flesh. It adds that they are in conflict with each other, so that you are not to do whatever you want. See, just describing, because you see, when we talk about dying to self, we know that our Lord is not talking about the the physical death, Mm -hmm. but it is dying, you know, or the spiritual death, as our Lord also himself died for us to set an example, yes, in the physical, and he rose again. And that is why, uh, senior pastor, if you remember, even in baptism, we are baptized as a symbolism to die with Christ and to raise with him, meaning we are no longer ourselves living, like Paul said, but Christ lives in us. Another scripture I also want to touch on, speaking about the spirit man and the flesh, says this, it's First Corinthians 15 and 15. I declare to you, brothers and sisters, flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Mm. And so, so, so that our your listeners, uh, uh, Pastor Peter, can get to understand better, you know, this act of dying to self, because one may ask, okay, why, what am I dying? from what is what this what is what is this guy you know and, and you know to be honest uh, uh senior pastors uh, salvation itself is a call i heard the mightiest prophets of the lord one day that start, say that salvation is a call to death you see and that's what, what we are really talking about now this is what the church does not teach much anymore because it doesn't sound like you're very, very uh, appropriate by the minds of men to say that to come to Christ and you have to die. So anyway, the book of um, Acts, uh, no, no, the book of Galatians, Amen. chapter 5 and 19, describes what the acts of the flesh are. And I think it's very important Pastor, that you go there. Amen. So that you get to hear what this act of the flesh that indeed is now what you are supposed to die from. What does this say? And I'm trying to open up my Bible here if you allow me. Amen. Uh, Pastor, and I'm, uh, yes, I am at, uh, I am in chapter 5 now. I am there. From 19. Amen. And this is what 19 states. Uh, and of course, it first talks about the the fruit of the spirit, the acts of the spirit, man, if I can put it that way. So 519 now says, now the works of the flesh are evident. You see, mm-hmm. the works of the flesh. This is now the flesh that is supposed to die. This is the dying to self. These are the things we are called to die from as Christians. So it says, now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, Uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contention, jealousy, outbursts of wrath, 
selfish ambition, this dissension, heresy, envy, murder, drunkenness, revelries, and the like of which I tell you, I told you, which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. And then, I'm sorry, now, following is where he lifts down the fruit of the Spirit, but the fruit of the Spirit, that is starting from 22, your listeners can go to that and see now, Amen. the other side, the spirit man, what the spirit man does. So this dying to self, we die to this self, we die to sin. But more than that, though, uh, senior pastor, it is actually a call to die to self-will, self-will, you know, because the church now, the world is full of people controlled by self-will, me, me, what I want, what I love, what I like, you know, what pleases me, as opposed to what pleases God. You know, mm -hmm. uh, focusing, and especially really, unless you have the focus on eternity, you know, and entry to the kingdom of God that is so glorious that the Bible describes as a very, very, nothing is as beautiful as the kingdom of God. So, Pastor, just to sum up is to say that uh, those are the acts of the flesh that we have to die. It's essentially dying to sin, dying to self, to self-will then the Lord can preeminent, everything else can now align with the will of God. So it is dying to self-will and then living to the will of Christ. The book of Romans, as I finished saying, Amen. Romans 8 and 7 says this, because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the laws of God, nor indeed can be the carnal mind. The self, the, the flesh mind, you know, the, the, so this is what we die from. Because really, if you don't die to self, to self will, to just, and like I said, and to repeat is that this is what we see so much in church. A church that is not ready to be imitators of Christ, is not ready to carry the cross and to crucify themselves, crucify the flesh. So basically, that's what I can say about dying to self that yes, you now relinquish your self-will and then now follow the Lord uh, fully wow. according to his word. Wow. Amen. 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 That is powerful. That is so powerful. You know, it's, it's, it's just powerful because, you know, one can look at it, uh, what it means based on what you've just said, what it means to dine to self, dine to self-will, that in order for you, to actually be completely obedient, be completely, uh, you know, to be in full, complete submission and to be a follower by learning so much, you have to die to self. Because once you begin to die to self, then you can now be the spirit man or the spirit person who will be able to hear the voice of Christ. So that is such a powerful, powerful, uh, you know, linkage. Thank you so much. Thank you so much again, blessed uh, Senior Pastor Daniel. Now, that, 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 that leads me to, you know, what can you say? Can you explain, you know, what it means 
when we talk about election of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, that is normally a tough one with a lot of uh, different explanations from many different quarters. And uh, personally, uh, this is something I've thought over a period of time and listened, and especially the prophets of the Lord, because we know they teach from the Father and what comes from the Father. Yes. And um, if I may just say is that to me, this election of God, I would ascribe it to the sovereignty of the Lord. And I just want to say that I do not have one particular way of saying it, but I believe maybe out of scripture, maybe your listeners will be informed and helped to also try to understand it. As I'm saying, it is, um, I cannot point out because you see some people will be wanting to point out and say, well, this is what it is and this is how you do and this is, you know, really I think this is the wisdom of the Lord. Amen. It depends on the grace of God. These are indeed, to me, it feels like the secret things of God that the Bible speaks of in Deuteronomy 29, 29, which says the secret things belong to God. Because uh, senior pastors, is, I, I, I've not yet come across the scripture which basically says this is now uh, what or how God elects his, his people. But the Bible, if we go to the book of... Um, Deuteronomy 29, mm -hmm. Deuteronomy 30, Deuteronomy 30 and 19, okay. this is what it says. I call heaven and earth as witness against you that I have set before you life and death, mm. blessings and curses. Now, and then I'm just really now coming in before I finish up, it says, so now you hear the counsel of God. Let me just repeat, Senior Pastor. It says, Deuteronomy 30, 19. I call heaven and earth as witnesses against you mm. that I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Mm. Now choose life so that you and your children may live. Now choose life. Now choose life. And then John, the book of John, uh, 6 and 37, Amen. says this. All, and this is our Lord Jesus who came to die for us, who mm. paid a heavy price to cover a cross for us. Indeed, of course, without him, there is no salvation. Amen. He is the way and the truth and the life. So in John 6, 37, this is what he says. All those the Father gives me, will come to me. Mm. And whoever comes to me, I will never drive away. Whoever comes, what an assurance in your past. Wow, wow. The Lord Jesus himself, the one who came to die for us, he says, the Father will give them to me. Mm. And whoever the Father gives to me, I will never drive away. Other, 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 other translations say, cast away. Mm. So indeed, that is, so, so the call, this is what I want to say, uh, uh, Pastor John. Yeah. The call has been made. Matthew also 11, 28 says, 
Come to me, all you who are heavy uh, laden and, and burdened, and I will give you rest. Matthew 11, 28. Mm. The call has been given to the whole world. He has not specified and say you and you and you. No, no, no. You see? So basically for me, after searching and searching, I, I, I came to this conclusion that the Lord, he has said that no one will ever come to him that you will send off and away. Mm. So the call has been given to all creation, all humanity. You mm. know, all the, all the, the, the descendants of Adam. So come to me. Deuteronomy says, I come so you have, you know, the Lord himself, that's the Lord himself speaking, the Lord our Father. And he says, choose, he said, I lay two things, you know, for you. So, and I come so you choose life. What is life? Wow. Life is Christ. I am the life, the truth and the life. Yes. He says, choose the Lord. And so, senior pastor, just to answer that question is to say that this is the preserve of God, if I can call it that. Yes. It is the sovereignty of God. I do not know, I've not even understood, and maybe I don't even want to, to know that um, how he, well, well, it is good to understand, but I, I don't think I can dig any further than not knowing that, knowing that the call has been given. The God who loves and who loves is all his creation, he has said, come to me, you know, put before you death, life, uh, blessings and curses, choose life. So to say this, is, I wanted to finish by saying, yes, it is by the grace of God, the sovereignty of God, the wisdom of God. Those are the secret ways of God. I do not know what to say. But also let me ask you something, senior pastor. It's like I'm switching the, the, the tables now. Amen. One, one person one day could do this with you. You yourself, you yourself were born a Muslim. Yes. Because I know about you too. Hallelujah. <laughs> Yes. But you came to the Lord when you are you are grown up, Pastor. Yes. I, I know you told me that your parents wanted you to study Islamic um, uh, religion and, and also Islamic studies. Yes. But you came to the Lord. That's the sovereignty of the Lord. That's the election of God. He chose you. But also to add, and what I learned from the mightiest prophets of the Lord is that um, the election of God. You can also. It's, it's like the way I heard is like you can tell one who has understood or embraced the election or has been called by God by the way they carry out their salvation, by the way they are willing to follow Christ, dying to self, follow Christ without uh, any ambiguity anyway, and follow uh, the, the, I mean, the, the fruits of what we read, the fruit, like we're saying, uh, Galatians 5, starting from 22, you read the fruit of spirit. So the fruit of the spirit, the character of a person, I believe can lead you to say this one has been called of God. Just like we can say of the prophets of the Lord, when we look at them, the way they serve the Lord, continually, you know, undivided attention, just a focus about the kingdom. I think that way then you can easily, you yourself are looking at someone saying, this is somebody who's after the cause of God and nothing else. So wow. that's my answer. That uh, is I so powerful. That is so powerful, 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 my brother. Because what you just said, you know, you have given the wisdom, the reverence back to the Lord. That, you know, the wisdom to say that, you know, the fear of God is the wisdom that we receive. And 
you know, you have been able to use scriptures, you know, to explain that. And you gave a powerful example, you know, in my situation, you know, where growing up, you know, growing up as a Muslim, you know, throughout, you know, my childhood life, you know, went to uh, boarding schools, you know, Muslim. And is and the, the interesting part of it is, like you mentioned, is the fact that my dad, you know, always told me, you are my child that is going to take my position because, um, you know, he wanted me to go to Saudi Arabia and then, you know, learn Islamic, you know, the laws and everything, and then come back home to advance the course of God. And the thing is that, you know, man plans, but God's plan is final. And the Lord knew everything. So I finally, my going to Islamic school basically derailed uh, even though I learned the Quran, the Hadith. So this is basically, you know, an important thing that you brought up. And, you know, to America, you know, who are there, if you are out there and you are an atheist or you are a Muslim or you are a Buddhist, no matter what you believe, I mean, whatever thought that you believe in, you know, this is a clarion call. This is an opportunity because like you, I was in that position. And unfortunately, I did not see, you know, good born-again Christians, if I may put it, that attracted me until the Lord himself visited me. And that actually, there was nothing I could deny that Christ Jesus is God. Christ Jesus is the creator of heaven and earth. So, if you are out there right now, no matter your religion, I just want to tell you that Christ Jesus, there's no any other God. There's no any other God out there other than Christ Jesus. That it is through him that we can go back to the Father. And I say this with a lot of gravity because it is about our eternity. And like the senior, senior pastor Daniel, you mentioned that, you know, is you read John uh, 6, 37. And basically, it's like a clarion, it's a call. And anybody who basically the Father gives, the Lord Jesus Christ, will accept them. And that tells you that alone there is also information. It's so big. It's about obedience obedience of Christ Jesus, the Christ Jesus obeying the Father. And I remember even in one of the episodes that the Lord has helped us to, you know, uh, discuss and post, we talked about sanctification, where the prophets of the Lord, the mightiest, mightiest prophets, discuss sanctification. And in that, he mentioned that, you know, it's the Father who actually, you know, selects and basically selecting us onto him. And then he sent his son, his only son, to die for us, basically to give us that salvation, the blood. And then didn't stop there. And then sent the mighty Holy Spirit who will be with us, you know, and prepare us 
into glory. So this is just so powerful. You know, I just couldn't let that slide by without mentioning that and also, you know, to my life uh, history. So, you know, I will encourage all the, you know, uh, Muslims out there, you know, it doesn't matter of your religion. You just have to be born again properly. There are a lot of Christians out there right now who are not born again. They call themselves Christians. And actually, because they're not born again, you know, other religions look at their life and then laugh and say, I don't want to be this. Because I say this because I was there. Because I looked at Christians that I knew who were my friends and who were, you know, family friends. And the way they lived their life was not pleasing unto Jesus. And that brings me right back. They were not, or they are not followers of Jesus Christ. You know, they are like the crowd that was just following without knowing. Maybe they are following because of the fact that there's food for them to eat. They are following because it's the right thing to do in society. But the question is, in order for you to actually follow Jesus, you have to die to self. And you have to die to self based on the scriptures that you were reading in Galatians. So I want to basically just thank you. I mean, we could go over on and on and on because it's just so powerful. <laughs> and, you know, uh, the, the servants of the Lord mentions all the time that this is like food. You know, it's so sweet. As you discuss the word, you just don't know sometimes where to stop. <laughs> but... Indeed, senior pastor, as you say, and really that that is sad, because for sure we have spoiled for the Lord. The present day church has spoiled for the Lord. Even going by your own words, it means you are observing and looking and wondering: Do this? What kind of these people, Christians, do? Do they please their God? Is their God this way? Do they take their God serious? And you see, that is why the church has not helped the world. Yet the Bible says we are the light of the world. We are the salt of the earth. But surely we have lost our saltiness. We we have no effect to the dying world. We do not have. And so that, that's very, very um, heart-wrenching uh, to hear that, that you are looking at the Christians and you are not seeing imitators of God, like you said. You are not seeing people have died to the cause of Christ. You are not seeing followers of Christ. Uh, just to add that, Senior uh, Pastor. Amen. 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 And you know, it 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 is it is actually very powerful when scriptures say that we are spoiling it for Christ if we don't have the light in us, because Christ comes to live in us. We become the temple that he lives in, the Father lives in. So if you are basically out there and nobody can differentiate between you and the world, and in the meantime, when Christ was praying for the disciples, he mentioned that he was not praying for the world. So what good does the believer, the Christian believer, the follower of Christ has with the world what 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 is the common i mean what relationship does wickedness have with holiness or righteousness so yes it is a clarion call to all christians out there that whether you know it or not you are being watched 
the people look at you the way you live your life. And, you know, you don't have to pretend. God knows your heart. But at least there is a saying that, that the true color always comes out once you follow somebody, once you look at them, once you study them. The true color comes out. We know our God is holy and holy and holy. Yet, there are a lot out there who have forgotten that. There are a lot of pastors out there who have, you know, concentrated on the gospel of, you know, prosperity, uh, the gospel of the flesh. They have forgotten about the dying to self. And, you know, they make everything sound like everything is basically is a transactional, uh, you know, uh, activity to go to church. It is about money and money and money out there. So, you know, it is so frustrating when, you know, when you see people out there like that who are actually spoiling it for Jesus. You know, do you have anything to add to that, uh, blessed senior pastor? Amen, amen. I hear one thing that you say, but before I get to that, is also, I mean, the, the way you put it, the, the, the Christians out there, and like you say, we are putting the name of the Lord to great shame, and we have derived ourselves what the power, what the power of God is, which is the blood and the cross. The church no longer preaches the old ragged cross. The church no longer calls sin, sin. The church is accommodating to, to sin. We pamper sin and sinners. Nobody rebukes sin anymore, you see? And it is that, you know, we accommodate heaven because we want to be popular with the world, you see? Yes. We want to be popular with the world. We want to, to, to you know, to be good to everybody. But... Our Lord Jesus was not like that, particularly when it came to matters eternity. And of course, he was all about matters eternity. But, you know, the Lord rebukes him. He rebuked even his own uh, disciples when they tried to come across, you know, to, to cross his line between serving the Lord like Peter. And he said to him, get thee behind me, Satan. Mm. You see, so our Lord was very, very sharp when it came to matters, sin, and eternity. But the church now is it does not have the power because I guess because of a sin living a sinful life because nobody pursues righteousness anymore as you say nobody lives a holy life anymore yet we are we ought to be imitate as of God and our God as you said is holy 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 he says be ye holy for I am holy you know so we can go and on and on and on but just to mention also the love of money. Really, our Lord Jesus says the love of money is the root cause of all evil. Mm -hmm. And the church out there, I've gone to so many churches before, before I found the truth. Mm -hmm. It's all about the money, possession, group, money, being blessings. Yes, and our Lord is a, is a blesser. We know that. Yes. We cannot take that away from our Lord. Amen. But the prosperity preaching, the preaching about money, 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 Sunday to Sunday, month to month, year to year after year, money, 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 the love of money, you know, the, and the Bible itself really talks against that. And so, yes, we know what the Bible says of how we are supposed to serve the Lord with our substance, for mm. sure, yes. Then it talks about the offering and tithe. But do we preach that 
every day, every day, coercing people, milking people out of what they have, including orphans and widows, including taking advantage of the vulnerable and the gullible, it is absolutely sad, Senior Pastor. Very sad indeed. Mm. Wow, 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 wow. You know, that is powerful. That is uh, that that is powerful. Well, you know, the, the, the good news is that what I can say is that Elijah and Moses are walking right now, you know, cleaning, sweeping out the debts, this nonsense, this kind of porosity living. In America, we are not better off. We are even worse. We are the exporters of all the apostasy you know, in the world. And I'm talking about American Christians. Maybe we can be do better and bring a lot of people to Christ when we begin to actually follow Jesus. Follow Jesus by dying to self. Follow Jesus by obeying and doing the will of the Father. So uh, I just want to say thank you so much. This is powerful, and I bless the Lord for that. So that leads me to another question so what does it mean when Jesus said, you must hate mother, father, brother, sister, wife, children, and even self? You know, I'm asking this question because you, a lot of Christians out there are saying, Jesus, God is love, especially in this country. They say God is love. God is this. And then yet, Jesus Christ is saying, you must hate father, mother, sister, brother, wife, children, and even self. Hey, talk, you know, blessed, you know, senior pastor, you know, just explain that because this is scripture, but explain what, in what context was Jesus using this particular language? Amen, amen, amen. Um, it's been a very powerful teaching just to mention to your listeners who might not have known of the ministration of the two witnesses of Revelation 11 who are walking the earth now, Elijah, the preparer of the church who is walking the earth now. And we know that uh, the theme of the teaching for the last few months, maybe maybe well, a couple of weeks and months, maybe two months, has been, the, the chapter has been 14, Luke 14, 26. And even my read that one, uh, I think, allow me to say, Amen. Let me... uh, Luke 14, 26. If anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, and his own life also. He cannot be my disciple. He cannot be my follower. Actually, that takes us back to your question number two. And I think also number three, the follower of Christ, describing what a follower of Christ ought to be, and also the dying to self. Because I think this brings a separation. And you see, as you say, yes, the God of, and God is love. We can never take that away from God. God is love. But do we abuse that love? Do we abuse that grace? Jesus said, to love me is to obey my commandments. We just read that scripture in John. Yes. And so there is no contradiction whatsoever because the same God who is, who is the God of love and who says, actually, love your mother and your father, obey your mother and your father, he, he speaks 
you know, of the love of brother. I mean, the scriptures are so plenty. I don't have them to quote to, to, to read them now, but I'm just paraphrasing. We have all those scriptures that are a command of the Lord of love, how we ought to love, who, you know, how we ought to love. It's all there. But then the, then the same Lord now, talking about following him, being his disciple, then says, you must hate mother, you must hate father. And we have learned that this is so, in, in this present day world, even the world of them, talking to the Hebrew people, you know, and, and you know, in the Middle East, uh, I, I know you know that very well. Yes. Uh, you know, mother, father, family is very, very important. Very central. Family is very, very key. They, you know, you know, even presently now, I've lived, by the way, in the Middle East, and family is, is very, very important. They have particular days for meeting. Actually, every family has gatherings every week or such. I mean, it's there. But the Lord was talking to the Hebrew people as well. That we hear. And then now the present-day church, too. Even here in America, you hear, oh, what is it called? Is it the June, July? What is the date? The Thanksgiving, uh, Pastor? Oh, yes, uh, November. No family. We're going to be family. We, we know even Christmas. We know, you know, Easter holidays. Family. Being with family. And then he turns around and says, if you want to be my follower, if you donate your mother, your father, then that is, that is very interesting but also very powerful and to me and and i know this is what it means though and you know that uh, pastor that it means that the lord has to take the first place amen this is basically what the lord is, is highlighting here and, and really exalting as well mm. that he must be number one he must be the very very first priority he must take preeminence in your life he must be priority number one, top, 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 above anything else. In that, in that case, if your mother, your father, your sister, your wife, and even your own self, you must die to it anyway. So that way, that's the only way you can be a follower of Christ Jesus. That's why, you, that's how, and you see, we say walking in the footsteps, meaning wherever he steps, you step there. Step there, you step there. Walk after Christ, imitating him, imitators of God. And so, really, I mean, uh, and you know, uh, if you allow me, Pastor, also let me read one scripture. Amen. Our Lord Jesus himself also, that, um, uh, that also says something about this. The Lord counseled, as he talked in Matthew 10, 36. Amen. The Lord said, said this, A man's enemies will be members of his own household. Listen to that, my pastor. Mm -hmm. he, he, he said, you are enemies. So you understand that's why you have to be very cautious. So the Lord was really highlighting that this family you love so much, this wife you love so much more than me, these children you love so much more than me, that you cannot rebuke them, that you cannot cancel them concerning matters concerning me because they look to be, they seem to be not pleasing them. These ones that you love more than me, they they will take you to hell. Mm. They will take you to hell. So it was the light, the Lord highlighted very clearly the fact that he must be number one. His will, number one. Obeying him, number one. Then everything else will follow. And to be honest in your pastor, how better can it get that the Lord takes the first place? Then he makes everything else good, even the relationship with the family, those who uh, walk in the, in the ways of the Lord anyway. 
Amen. Amen. Yeah, wow, 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 wow. This is uh, powerful. And thank you so much, you know, for explaining that because right now, you know, Repent America, you know that when the Lord is talking about scriptures like that, he's saying, put me first. He's saying, in order to follow me, you have to die to self. And when you die to self, it's no longer about you. It is about the Lord, the Lord's priority. So what a powerful discussion. And then if you go back, you know, when you read uh, Luke uh, 14, 26, what interested and caught my eye was that when he got to, like, uh, he said, brothers and sisters, and then he says, yes, even their own life. You know, that yes in English is an affirmation to say, wait, I'm coming to you even your own self, you see? And that is very, very important. And that actually comes back to that, that yes, you have to die to, I mean, you have to die basically to self. You have to, all the things that would distract you about the God, you have to die to it. Because when those things are no longer in your life, Guess what you focus? Your focus is on eternity. Your focus, your first and number one priority is to please your God, the God, our creator. And that is why, you know, in scriptures and, you know, just paraphrasing, uh, the Lord said one of the most important commandments that you must love, you know, your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, with all your strengths. You know, that is the most important commandment. So that tells you. And then if you go back to Deuteronomy, the Lord talks about it. He said, I am a jealous God. You see, so all these things is basically telling us that we must actually die to self. So when the book of Galatians, when they talk about dying to self, it is actually very important. Repent America. America, hear this. This is very important. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much again, my brother. Uh, now, and that brings me to, you know, another question. So what message do you have for America about being born again, truly? And I had to, you know, the Lord, the Holy Spirit helped me to basically add that word, truly. Because a lot of people, you ask them on the street, are you born again? They say, yes, I'm born again. You know, every Christian you meet and ask them, are you born again? Yes, I'm born again. And if you follow them and they do things, you actually say, do we really understand what it means to be born again? So what message do you have for America, you know, to actually be born again, truly born again? Thank you, uh, Senior Pastor. Amen, amen. Um, to be born again and truly born again, as you say, just become very common and politically correct, gives us mileage to say that I'm born again. But as we just learned, is to be born again involves dying to self. It involves that dying to self we talked about, all that we talked about. It involves following Christ. And that means following him, being an a follower, imitating God, you know. And so true salvation without, 
There, there can be true salvation without working out righteousness and living holy lives, without the holiness of God. And what has happened, Pastor Peter, is that the church, as I started also saying that, the church threw away the blood and the cross. Mm. How many times have I gone to churches? Now we've gone to churches, and you never hear the word of God read. And the bit, little bit here and there that is read is to suit the pick and choose of what they want. <laughs> yes. You know? And the cross and the blood, which we know the cross is the heart, and the blood is the power of the gospel. Yes. The church threw away. The church in America. Mm-hmm. The church all over. So where do you get the power then to withstand the enemy? The testimony of the church is so corrupted. You know, I was I was listening to one man was speaking yesterday and saying, oh, I never wanted to be even mentioned to be maybe a pastor or Christian because those people are so, you know, so that is the name that we have put to the, the body of Christ because of the corrupt, and the majority of them are very corrupt. And so as we just started to say, and, and as you said yourself, we have spoiled for the Lord because we took away the cross and the blood. And it is the old rugged cross like we have learned all the time from the mightiest prophets of the Lord. So the church in America just needs, and this is really to the pastors, we have to go back to the old rugged cross. Hmm. We have to go back to the blood and the cross, and we have to go back to holy sin thing and rebuking sin. We just read of the act of the flesh. Yes. Those are the things we need to point out to the Christians out there. Hmm. That if you are partaking in these things, in uh, uh, Galatians 19, I mean, 519 down to 21. If these things are in your life, you know, then you are not a follower of Christ. If you are in perpetual sin, the kind of sin you see, I'm born again, but you do not see a change. If you follow that person and they will tell you I've been born again 10 years, I mean, I must say, and we must call sin sin. Many are smokers, they are drinkers, they drink, they are fornicators, they have girlfriends, and they are born again. They are pastors, they have girlfriends. We must call sin, sin. Mm-hmm. And follow Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, genuinely. We must also repent. The church must be taught to repent. And there can never be true repentance unless it's genuine confession. Genuine confession of our sins. Holding up to our sins. Mm-hmm. And we may repent. That is where the church and the pastors need to take the church back to. Mm. Christ died very painfully, and yet he paid all the price. That's what you hear in church. Yet it is true, he paid the price. Mm. And it is by grace that, you know, you hear that so many times. It's by grace that we come to Christ, yet not of all. And we know that's very true, that scripture says. But do we turn again around, as Paul says, and abuse the grace? How can we abuse the grace? The Bible says the grace of God has appeared that teaches men to depart from wickedness, to depart from sin. I'm just paraphrasing because the Christians, they know this, but we abuse it. Oh, the grace, the grace is sufficient. How do we abuse the grace, which is the blood? This grace came by the blood of the living Son of God, Son of the living God. Mm. Yes, and he's living too. And he paid a heavy price so that then you just accept him, repent, and then be his follower. Mm. He has not called you to go to the cross. We know, yes, physically, but he already died a very painful death. 
We cannot trample on the blood of Jesus any longer. Mm. You see? And anyway, the Messiah is coming. And if I may bring this to your listeners who might not know of the ministry that we keep on talking about, the ministry I said I served in, the ministry of repentance and holiness, is a ministry that is led by none other than the Elijah who has come. He is walking the earth for years now. He has caused some coronavirus. Mm. He has not just corona. You know, and, and I would say, I know we will, we will give your listeners the website to go to because you cannot say all these things here. But Elijah is walking the earth now. Elijah, who was promised in the book of Malachi mm-hmm. that he will come. And then when he comes, he will restore all these things. That's why you talk and we say this is the theme of the teachings that we've been listening to. This is live conversation from God the Father, who has monitored the church, watched the church, and realized these people, they love their families more than they love me. And it comes to dwell on that and say, you must really hate them. Mm-hmm. They should not take first place for me. So Elijah is walking the earth now, without any doubt. He has called God the Father to come down in his cloud. We saw with our eyes. Mm-hmm. This was witnessed by even Americans here, many people from my church. Our church is in Drummond, Lancaster, PA, mm. Pennsylvania. And we have pastors who went there, mm. you know, many of them, and from all over the U.S., as you are aware. And they saw, and this had been prophesied prior by the two witnesses of Revelation 11 who are walking the earth now. Mm. Whom have you heard in this generation? Whom have you read of, apart from the servant, the friend of God, Moses, who the Lord visited in his cloud? But in this present day, 20, 2019, right? 2019. Mm. 20, crossing over to 2020. Yes. God the Father came in his cloud. Yeah, that was December picture 22nd. Taken, picture taken, video taken. And it is what had been prior, before that prophesied. So, just to finish up, um, uh, senior pastor, the call to the church in Christ is the pastor to change the, from the gospel of prosperity mm-hmm. to the gospel of the blood and the cross. And then the sheep of Christ, if you are sitting under pastors, ask yourself, because remember, everybody as Hebrews 9 27 says, it is appointed for man to one die, and after that judgment. No, you will stand alone before the Lord. You will not say my mother, my pastor. You will not say that. So if you are not being taught these things, just know Elijah is walking the earth now. He has come to restore all things. He is teaching the whole earth, the, restoring the things. What things? The things of God. The things righteousness. He is restoring the altar of the Lord that has been broken because of the sin at the pulpit that we see. So all these things is what I'm calling the church in America to return to. And then to also listen, because the voice of God is overruling on the earth now. Elijah is really walking the earth now. And he overrides all other voices now, because he came from the Lord. The Lord himself promised that when he spoke to the Lord Jesus in the book of Malachi, through the prophet Malachi, he said, before you go, before you go to pick the bride, I will send Elijah the prophet, Mm -hmm. that is in Malachi, uh, 4, 5, 3, I mean 4, 5, 4, 4, and 4, 5. I would send Elijah to restore all things first. Remember, our Lord is a mighty king. Yes. He says in the book of Malachi, I am a great king. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be greatly feared in the earth. I'm just paraphrasing, we don't have time. Yes. So yes, 
the one who is coming is the creator of the heavens and the earth. He is a great king. He has to find a bride that is well prepared. So he has sent the forerunners. The forerunners have been sent by God the Father to prepare the highway of holiness that he found in the book of Isaiah 9. You know? So just we can go on and on and on, Senior Pastor. I just wanted to let the church in America, those who have not tuned and listened to this message and the voice of the Lord that is hovering above the, the, the nations of the earth and all over, even above the waters, that Elijah is here, he's restoring all things, and really, unless you are prepared by him who has been sent by the Father, who will prepare you? I mean, the, the God the Father is never irrelevant. He knew he had to send Elijah to come and straighten. And you and I have talked of all the fields in the church now, the pulpit now, all the things, all the apostasy. We have been pointing that out. So he has come to restore that. That's what we have, we have learned now. And we have to obey, listen, and tune into the voice of God and change. We must flee the deception in the church, you know, or uh, the feel-good gospel, you know, uh, you know, it's, it's all about me, 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 what pleases me, you know, but nothing about God, yep. you know. And again, we must also know, as I finish, is that to follow Christ is is, 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 is is not a thing that we do to put Christ to shame. We must really be holy for he is holy. He has called us to be holy for he is holy. Hmm. So that is what I can say to your pastor. Amen. I mean, this is so, so, so powerful. Uh, and I thank the Holy Spirit a lot, you know, for opening up with uh, to us, you know, in this uh, discussion. Because um, as you spoke to America, one of the relevant things that I thought about is that, you know, to be born again, Elijah, the promised in Malachi 4, 5, you know, true sex. He, the Malachi prophesied that Elijah would come. He will come to restore all things. And, you know, in order for you to be restored or for us to be restored to the original old rugged cross, there has to be, the centrality has to be holiness, holiness, holiness. Because our God is holy. You know, uh, uh, the, one, the, the scripture that comes in mind, which I think so much that there's so much power in it, is Isaiah 35, you know, starting from verse 8 and 9. Because the servants of the Lord, as they were in Nigeria, they read this uh, scripture. And they said, the power unto man is on this highway. So this for me the way the Lord helped me understand this was like that. This is a very, very powerful weapon that we can use to defeat the devil. The devil can never have stronghold on you if you are walking on this highway, the highway of holiness. The devil is afraid because the scripture promises that, that no Beasts, revenous beasts, will be on this road, highway. The unclean will not journey. So if you are a Christian out there and you are in sin, you should know that you're not born again. Because right away, you won't journey on that particular highway, this highway. 
But we know that our Lord Christ Jesus came and died a horrendous, a terrible death for us. And so we cannot throw our salvation away. We cannot. Because when we do, we basically saying that calling on our Lord Jesus Christ, that what he did is not sufficient and that he should come back again and do it all over. Come on, America. You know, we can do better than that. Our eternity is very, very important. And then Elijah is here teaching us the way, the way to the blood, the way to the cross, the way to the tree of life is repentance. Repentance, being holy, being righteous. And that brings me to uh, the our last question, uh, senior pastor, is that, you know, we've talked about all these things. And for people... Uh, who are, say, in the state of Pennsylvania and, you know, and other surrounding states, if they were to are uh, listening and they wanted to reach you, you know, you have, you, you have an altar there, the altar of the Lord, the holy altar of the Lord, you know, how can they reach you? You know, can you go ahead and then, uh, you know, give them some information? to be contacted if somebody was there, especially if somebody said, look, my church is not teaching this. They're not teaching me all this. And you just read a scripture that says that, you know, you're gonna st- we're going to stand alone, you know, before the Lord. Uh, how can they reach you to be, you know, born again properly? Amen, amen, uh, Pastor Peter. Oh, first of all, let me say, because I know we're about to wind down, Thank you also for correction. I think I said Isaiah 9, and I meant to say Isaiah 35, 8, and 9. Uh, and thank you very much. I did note that. And anyway, yes, that highway of holiness is the, where the power of God and protection of the Lord is. And so the church without holiness has no power at all. That is the power of the church and the protection against the ravenous beasts. Uh, as I finish, and before I give you uh, our contact, um, uh, Pastor Peter, Amen. the book of Matthew 24, 6 and 7 says, Amen. and this is just to add on what we say to America, because I know everybody, including the unborn again, the non-Christians, everybody now has seen it, especially talking about the coronavirus. And when I, let me just read it uh, briefly. Uh, Pastor Amen. For nation, I'm reading Matthew 24, 6 and 7. For nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, and there will be same minds, pestilences, and earthquakes, and very in various places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. The signs our Lord Jesus Christ spoke about before his return, before the rapture of the church. And it is absolutely clear now that the things happening in the world now, we see the same mind. And we had the prophecy of the Lord, I think it was yesterday, by the mightiest, the two witnesses of Revelation, more than the two prophets of God who are walking the earth now. They gave the prophecy of the very, very severe famine that is coming, the drought. And, okay, so the pestilence is also that now the coronavirus comes in there, including mm. others even that have been prophesied mm. that are coming. And then the earthquakes, really, I 
English today too, or the Pastor Peter, yes. that the prophets of the Lord came live on air yes. and spoke about the earthquake that is about to, to visit the earth. Yes. You know, and um, so this scripture, we didn't even know as Christians that this, all this will be done by the two witnesses of Revelation 11 that are walking the earth now. Mm. Because you know, he called, they called the earthquake, the famine, the pestilence, like the coronavirus right now, which was spoken in 2015, that has happened in 2020, and even several anyway, and that is why, the Pastor, before I forget, I know you give us the, 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 the website that your listeners can go to and find all these things we are talking about. The prophecies that when they were given via YouTube, which stamps the date, and then when they are fulfilled, every word to the letter, every word, precisely. Mm. The position is, is absolutely astounding. And so, yes, now the church now, and when you speak to many pastors, I do. I go around, I speak to pastors and Christians. They can tell you that the world has never been this way before. They can tell even even the world magazines, I mean, and, and the, the, the journals of the world, all will talk about them. I think you will see them say, ah, is, the, is the world coming to an end? So everybody knows that something is about to happen. Mm. And then the question is, how can we then continue with the rampant sin that is in church to go really unabated and spoken about by the, by the shepherd of the sheep? Mm. You know, that is where the pastor, that is where the problem is. So anyway, senior pastor, we are in Lancaster, the county of Lancaster, in mm. Pennsylvania. We are in a small town called Drew Moore. Drew Moore. And our, our address is 1161 Osceola Drive, mm. Drew Moore, Pennsylvania. My number, for anyone who wants to worship with us when we go back to churches, our altars, because our churches in the U.S. are still... We are not meeting physically, but if anyone calls me, we are doing online fellowships, and of course we can guide them, and that when we go back to the house of the Lord, they will visit. My number, they can be, we can be reached on this number, 484-904-3639, 484-904-3639. For all those who are in the Pennsylvania and um, you know the Tri-State area as well. They can reach out to us, and we welcome in the, in the, them in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 That is powerful, and thank you so much. Um, you know, this is powerful. If you are in the you know Pennsylvania Lancaster area, if you are in the state of Pennsylvania, even in New Jersey, you know, reach out. Uh, senior Pastor Daniel is the senior pastor. Uh, in that uh, state. So that is definitely powerful. He's given you the instruments. You can be born again properly. You can be discipled and counseled properly to be brought into the repentance and, you know, holiness uh, ministry, which is led by Elijah. And for anybody, everything that we've talked about, if you wanted to see the evidence of the cloud of God that has visited, because we know that in the Old Testament, the cloud did visit, but never before have we heard that. And now the cloud visited, that was in December 22nd, 2019, the cloud visited. And the cloud visiting has, you know, is supposed to tell us that 
if the, the servants of the Lord, they prophesied it, and they said they will call the Lord, and God the Father himself will come. And it was fulfilled. This is fearful. This is dreadful. So that tells us that in a medicine that we need in this world, we need to go to the prophets of the Lord, Elijah and Moses, the two witnesses of Revelation. Because right now, they are revealing to us, you know, how the whole, you know, what is going to happen, you know, right now until the rapture and their role in after the tribulation and the great tribulation. So, you you know, we, are all been, we have all been warned. It is time for us to return back to the Lord. Remember the Lord says, anybody that calls on my name, I will hear. So it is time for us to return back to the Lord. So if you want any information, if you want to go to the headquarters, the ministry, please, it is www.repentandpreparetheway.org. And I'll say it again, repent and prepare the way dot org that is the ministry the the, the 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 website of the lord if you go on it you know things are powerful you'll be able to see everything is documented because we know that you know this generation there are a lot of doubt and thomas in this generation so the lord deliberately will do things and it is documented you know, we talks about, you know, all these cripples being healed. You know, in this ministry, you know, things are transparent. They, we have something that we call, you know, get one interview that is before the healing and after the healing. And then you demonstrate and they are medical doctors. Everything is documented. This is the ministry of the Lord. So America, if you are out there, tell your church, your pastor, about this website and then take them to task why they have they're not talking about repentance and holiness when our lord jesus christ was teaching about that when john the baptist came he taught about it all the prophets talked about repentance repentance and being holy and we just read a scripture in isaiah 35 where we talked about verse 8 through 9 where the power the power of man is on this highway. You can never be wrong about that. It's so clear. <clears throat> and by the way, I personally want to thank, you know, the mightiest, mightiest prophets a lot. Because, you know, as someone who was a baby Christian two years ago, I started going to all these churches out there. And they were not helping me. But I thank God that the Lord led me to this ministry. And over a few years, you know, the Lord has revealed the Bible in a way that I have never imagined. And, you know, all that it does is that it equips me, it equips you as a Christian to be able to fight the battles because the devil doesn't give up. You know, he comes today and he doesn't succeed. Tomorrow he's going to find something. He always wants to accuse you. And he does all these things because, not because of you, but because of Christ. And we talked about a very important thing, following Christ. What does it mean to follow Christ? Very important. We talked about it in order to follow Christ. 
You have to die to self. This is powerful. So I just wanted to, you know, thank you so much again, blessed uh, senior pastor Daniel, for taking this opportunity to come and serve the Lord. Because truly, these are the oracles of the Lord that we have taken from the teachings of the Lord. So for those of you, if you are listening and you feel so much in your heart that, you know, this message has actually touched me. I know I'm out there. I thought I was born again, and yet I am not born again. I realize that after listening to this, I am not born again. Because if you are born again, you will not be involved in sexual sin. You will not be involved in selfishness. You will not be involved in deception. You will not be involved in, you know, things that please are pleasing to the eye, to the flesh that you will begin to do the will of the Father. So if this is you, just repeat this prayer, and then it's a salvation prayer. Right there, you will be born again. And please, do not go back to sin. Go to go back to this particular America podcast. There are a lot of episodes you can follow, or the website that we gave you, repentandpreparetheway.org, which is the Lord's website. Or you could even go to, you know, repent, you know, USA.net. If you do that, you will see there's a place, a tab that has altars. And all the pastors, the bishops, their phone numbers, their informations are there. So if you are not living in Pennsylvania and you are living in somewhere in, say, uh, Washington State, or Louisiana, or any part of the state, try and visit this website, and then you can click, and then call this pastor. They will respond to you, because we are all here to serve the Lord. So just repeat after me if you are following. Dear Jesus, my heart may be weak, but I know that your cross and blood are very strong. Very mighty, and out of that cross, the anointing of this hour has come. The empowering strength of God. I repent of all my sins. And now I receive you as my Lord and Savior. and ask you to forgive me of all my sins and establish holiness in my life. May you write my name and keep it in the Lamb's Book of Life in heaven. In the mighty name of Jesus. Today, I am born again. Amen and amen. So this is powerful. This is very powerful. This would be, if you recite this, this is your journey to the salvation. The empowering age that we are all have, you know, tasted 
and have experience, you will see the mighty power of God coming into your life. But remember, remember, and again, Isaiah 35, verse 8, because even in the salvation prayer, the Lord is talking about to keep you holy. Because when you are holy, the devil is afraid of you. For your God is holy. So I want to thank you so much again. Thank you so much for listening. And if you have any comments, any questions, please email us at peterjohnm18, that is 18, at gmail.com. Thank you so much again. May God bless you, America. Let us prepare. The Messiah is coming. And the preparer of the message is here. The forerunners, Elijah, is here trumpeting the message of repentance and holiness. There's no any love other than this. This is an opportunity for all of us to pick up the altar call, for all of us to be born again properly as we have discussed in this segment. I thank you so much again. And God bless you. We Until Tuesday, we will talk again. Repent America. Thank you. Thank you.